Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit Wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit Wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's CorvetteTodayPodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at CorvetteToday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We now have over 3,800 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. And don't forget about the YouTube channel now for Corvette Today. See all your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an awesome value starting at only $23.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And now use the new promo code CT111, that's CT111, and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, with the new promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. It's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with my buddy Keith Cornett from corvetteblogger.com. As you know, Keith is a regular here at Corvette Today. He's here twice per month, every other week. We keep you up to date on what's happening with America's sports car. Keith, welcome back to the show. We're officially into summer. How's everything going in Tampa? Well, Steve, it's great to be here. It's summer in Tampa, so it's pretty damn hot. <laughs> We've had some heat advisories, and, and they tell me it's going to be hot all summer long. So. Well, it's kind of like George Carlin did with the hippy-dippy weatherman. He said the forecast for tonight, dark, turning to widely scattered light in the morning. It's the same way with Tampa. It's going to be hot all summer, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be hot all summer long, but it's a good fun hot because you can get out and do some stuff, all kinds of things going on here. And of course, summertime is when we're supposed to be getting some important news about the next great American sports car. So hopefully we'll have some news here in the next three months. Well, let's start off with Corvette production at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant, as we always do, buddy. Well, I just have to say it is what it is, and that's what we're dealing with right now. We have some days are good, some days are bad. We've seen numbers as high as 193 produced in one day. Last Tuesday, they did 191 cars over the two shifts. Wow. But then you see we had that shutdown on June 17th. Leading up to that, that Wednesday, we only did 99 cars, and then we heard on the Thursday only 118 were done, and then Friday was nothing. Huh. And then we didn't even know if they were going to open up on Monday, but of course, we reached out 
to our rep there and they told us, yep, they're open for business on Monday. And I think they did like 160 cars. And then you come back and you do a number like 193 two days after a closure. So it's just real strange right now. It's not just one part. Like previous shutdowns and supply chain issues, we've heard, oh, it's this part or it's related to a transmission or it could be related to aluminum frame and some of the castings. This where we're told was it's just multiple parts and they're trying to get stuff in. There's a lot of balancing that's being done in determining what can be built. Bless those people in Bowling Green and all the people that have to do the scheduling and stuff because it's a mess right now. Yeah. But yet they're still persevering. In fact, we're going to cross over this week. We should hit about 4,500 cars and on our way, maybe closer to 4,700 cars by the end of the week. So for 2023 models, they are cooking fire. That stuff's coming out. 4,500 of them are on the streets already, which is a good amount. That's pretty amazing for sure. Buddy, you had mentioned they closed on the 17th and I know that they opened back on the 20th. What more specifically was that because of? We just heard that it was multiple parts. And that was really the first time that some of our sources have really said that. There were some other choice words we're not going to share, but <laughs> it's a very big challenge for them right now. And I can imagine going in and having those meetings of what can be done and what can't be done and what you're waiting for. And I know even sometimes they're like, well, we may not have the parts in this morning, but maybe they'll come in this afternoon. There's just all kinds of stuff like that going on. And the prices are going up. We're going to talk about that next. But just on the cost of raw materials, aluminums through the roof, we've got a ton of composites on this car, all the wiring and copper and all that stuff, all that stuff goes up when we have these kinds of economic tribulations as we're in right now. It's a tough situation, but again, they're building cars. They're trying to build cars every day. And if you've got a TPW coming up, they want to build your car. Hopefully things will even out. They'll be able to do a whole bunch of production and then stuff bunches up and then they even it out again. They're doing God's work, I swear, Steve. <laughs> Absolutely right. And if Kai Spandy isn't careful, Keith, he's going to look like me because he's going to be pulling his hair out. <laughs> Let's not hope it goes that far. Exactly. Hey, you talk more about the pricing going up for the 2023 Stingrays. How much is it going up? Here's the key. We look at the 2023s. There was actually a price announcement back in March. They said in March, we're going to raise the price of the 2023 Stingray by $1,050. So then what we just got a week ago was another across the board increase of $2,300. So that affects your 1LT, your 2LT, your 3LT prices have all gone up by the $2,300. For example, your starting price now for the 1LT coupe is $65,595. We're a long way from that 59.9 number that was first introduced back in 2019 with Mark Royce on the stage there in Tustin. You know, that's what's happened. They priced the car in a way that got people excited. They've obviously tried to keep the pricing low. This is our fourth model year, technically. We are seeing about a $6,000 increase from where we started with the very first car. But at the same point, we've seen this previously. We know that the prices increased with the C7s from 14, 15, and 16 fairly significantly. And they had to do a price increase in the middle of the year. So this stuff does happen. It's not a surprise. It's tough. In addition to the price change across the board, other increases included like the front lift is now $25.95. That started at $14.95, I believe, was the initial price in 2020. And now it's at $25.95. And that's a 60% option. So people, 60% of the time, that that option's on the car. We also saw increases on the GT2 bucket seats. They're now at $16.95. They did a lot of the brake calipers, the seatbelt colors. These are personalization options. And a lot of that stuff went up by like $100. So over the course of a model year run, they'll recoup quite a bit from that. But it is kind of scary what's going on out there. We, of course, prior to the 2023 shipping, we had a price increase in that shipping cost where 
where the mandatory shipping fee went from twelve ninety five to thirteen ninety five. Right. Uh, again, you think of diesel fuel and the cost for shipping and all that. And we just heard last week too that GM raised the price on the GMC Hummers, the electric Hummer, by six thousand dollars. So it's not just Corvette, and they're not targeting Corvette owners. People think, why are they doing this to us? It's everywhere, and we're seeing price increases on other makes of models as well from other manufacturers. It's not just Corvettes. I think that's why we haven't seen Z06 pricing right away. There's just no stability in the market yet. And there's no stability for all the costs of your materials that you need. And so I think they just were holding off as long as possible. But at some point, they're just going to have to make the announcement. And it is what it is. I think you're right, Keith. And speaking of the Z06, I know when they were developing the car, they benchmarked Porsche, Audi, Ferrari, and McLaren. Yeah. So what we found was that this comes from a user over on the Corvette forum, but it looks like they put together for salespeople a competitive comparison. If somebody comes in and says, oh, I'm just in love with the Ferrari, just love that car. It starts at 300,000. It's got that unique Ferrari engine. This document that GM puts together has a thing that, well, you can say if the Ferrari F8 is an Italian supercar designed to focus on luxurious details, you can say that, yeah, the Ferrari F8 offers offers an exclusive name and powerful engine, but the Z06 offers comparable performance at a fraction of the cost. Exactly. It's a lot of that stuff. There's a little chart that shows the Z06 has a performance data recorder and the Ferrari F8 doesn't. We have a removable roof panel that's standard. The F8 doesn't. So there's a lot of that stuff going on with those four cars. And actually those four cars were the Ferrari F8, the McLaren 720S, the Audi R8, and the Porsche 911 GT3. Wow. So again, very popular, what we call exotics or supercars, and they're positioning the Z06 as challenging that hierarchy. So yeah. pretty good stuff there. Absolutely right. Now, this next thing, Keith, I know people are upset about. Chevrolet is not going to offer that cylinder lock in the rear hatch, you know, the trunk area on the 2023 Corvettes. What's up with that? Again, this is something that we wish we'd find out prior to a bash so we could run up to our favorite engineers and say, what's going on here? Right. So as you know, the 2020, 21, 22 models, there was actually two hidden key locks on the car. There's one under the driver's side boomerang, and then there's another one that's behind the license plate. And so the idea is if your battery goes dead, we have electronic door locks. If you get locked out because the battery's dead, there's a key that's hidden in the fob, and you pull that out, and then you can stick it up in the cylinder lock and unlock your door or unlock the engine hatch. What's different about our car is that we need the power to open up the stuff and the battery is actually located in the front trunk, the frunk. If there's no power, you can use the key to open the door. And then there's actually a pull cord underneath the driver's. You just pull that out and that should pop that frunk. And then you can get to the battery and charge it and hopefully get juice to it and then pop open that rear hatch. What they're saying is that you still have the ability to use the electronic ways to open that rear hatch. There's the button on the door. There's the key fob button. And then there's also the touch button on the rear hatch itself. Let's say that that lock seizes or it's just impossible to open. Your only alternative then is to drill a three-inch hole. And this comes from an official GM document that we shared also on the web. It's a technical document that shows that you have to drill a three-inch hole. And then from there, you can hit the mechanisms to release the hatch. It sounds kind of crazy. And the other crazy thing, too, is they probably can save the cost. They built 60-some, almost 70,000 C8s. That's 70,000 lock cylinders that could be saved by not installing it. And so even on the 2023s, if you take that license plate off, you'll see the spot where it goes. It's just not there anymore. Huh. 
we're thinking they just did a cost analysis. They found that it was cheaper to warranty the one, two, three, or four that have ever failed versus putting 70,000 locks in these cars. Who knows? See, this stuff's only going to break after warranty anyways. Right. Try telling that to a Corvette owner 15 years down the road. Oh, you have to buy a new hatch because we had to drill a three-inch hole into it because we couldn't get to the engine. It's just crazy. They either should have left the lock in there to open it, or there should be a pull cord in there to unlatch it from the cockpit. I agree, buddy. Who knows, Steve? I know. Let's talk about something positive, Keith. Chevrolet did add a DCT transmission filter life to the maintenance tab on the new Corvettes, though, didn't they? Yeah, it comes to giving owners more information. Obviously, the dual-clutch transmission plays a major role in the car. And, of course, there was a couple of issues early on that have all seemed to have been resolved now. You get your filter changed at 7,500 miles, and then you get it changed again at the 22,500 mark. We know that probably a lot of owners are starting to get up to that area. With this, on the 2023s, it's under the Driver Information Center, and you go to the Maintenance tab, and it shows you transmission filter life. It starts off at the 99 and counts down. You either change it at the 22.5 or if it falls to less than 10% life, you'd want to get it changed right away. Again, it's just another nice way for Chevy to let you know that, okay, you've got a consumable here that does need to be changed at some point. It allows you just to keep an eye on it. That's a good addition, and we're proud to see that. I think that's a good thing, too. Also a good thing is they're offering now the cross flags on the 2023 Corvettes in dark stealth color. That looks really great. Looks really great. I heard about this from one of our readers, and he said, yeah, there was a dark one. I said, you know, I've never seen it. And then I did see it over on the visualizer of the Z06. So when the build and price first came up, it obviously wasn't there, but it had just been added within the last week. Okay. So it's a black, a monochromatic black cross flags emblem. The amazing thing is, you know, we talk about pricing. They only priced this at $125 compared to that chrome badge. If you get the optional chrome badge, that was at $295. That was one of the prices that they raised raised up to 395 now. Okay. So if you've got like either a white and black look or you're doing a whole murdered out look or you just want to get rid of anything that's shiny, these black stealth badges are pretty cool. And the other thing too is we actually have four badge choices now for 2023s. We've got the regular cross flags with the black outline and then we have the chrome one and then we have a special one with the 70th anniversary on it. And now we have this dark stealth. Nice choices there. And I was talking to one of the guys that we talked to regularly. I said, I need to get that part number for that 70th anniversary badge and put that out there because I know a lot of people would love to have that. I think that was a mistake that Chevy didn't roll that out on every single car like they did like the 25th anniversary cars, which just makes every car a 25th anniversary. This will make every car a 70th anniversary just by having that badge on there. They do put the 70th anniversary on the windshield, the back windows, and then in the plaque inside. It's a cool way to show it, and I wish they would do a little bit more like that. I agree. Four badge choices. The dark self is only $125, can be ordered through your Chevy parts department. I would go for it. Absolutely right. Well, buddy, it's time for our first break. Let's do that. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Corvette racing and rumors here on Corvette Today. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what 
what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. Plus, we now also carry the C8 Speedline side skirts along with the engine appearance package and high wing. Our products have been featured in VET and Corvette magazines. Give us a call, 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at AmericanHydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. Let us help you make your Corvette the car you've always wanted it to be. American Hydrocarbon. We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft will help you take your Corvette to new levels. Wheelcraft offers the world's best PVD chrome finish available on the market. Available in bright chrome and black chrome. Wheelcraft nails it in both appearance and durability. And it comes with a five-year warranty against brake dust burns, pitting, peeling, and color delimination. Wheelcraft is also ISO certified. Whether you're having your wheels refinished or an exchange transaction, there is no core fee, no deposit, and you don't pay for the finished wheels until they are installed on your car. Wheelcraft insists on complete satisfaction before you pay. Hear from one of our customers. I picked up a brochure at the National Corvette Museum and we took delivery of our new C8. I called Wheelcraft and in 15 minutes I ordered the new bright ice chrome wheels. Wheelcraft's follow-up and follow-through is superb. The wheels arrived on Sunday, installed on Monday, and cores will return same day. Wheels are the highest quality I've ever seen, and they look awesome. Great prices, great customer service from initial contact to installation. Thanks, Dennis from Nashville. In many cases, Wheelcraft offers finished wheels on exchange or will apply this new finish to your wheels. Either way, Wheelcraft treats your wheels as their own. Visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call us at 833-840-5334. Arrive in style with Wheelcraft. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Keith's here every other week to keep you up to date on what's happening with America's sports car. Here in section number two, we're going to talk about Corvette racing and Corvette rumors. Keith, let's start with Corvette racing. First of all, it looks like next year the WEC is going to drop the GTE Pro class, but they're going to give us a GT3 premium class for 2024. A lot of stuff moving, a lot of moving parts right now, I guess you could say. 
This news came out. They always do kind of an update on what the future is going to hold at Le Mans. We race at Le Mans through the WEC, the World Endurance Championship. That's how we get there. The last few years, we've had to actually race in some WEC races to qualify. This year, we've got just the one car running there full time because it's essentially the same spec as our GTLM cars that we had here in IMSA last year. A lot of movement. Essentially, what we're seeing is that no GTE Pro classes next year at Le Mans. What's that mean for Corvette racing? Well, we don't know yet. When you get rid of the Pro, you have an amateur class, so you have the different levels of drivers that's required. So you couldn't have a Antonio Garcia, Tommy Milner, and Nick Tandy all together in one car. You'd actually have to bring those guys and mix in a bronze or a silver driver into that mix. You find somebody that's racing competitively but not professionally, and then you bring them up to speeds. And we see some of the Hollywood people started out this way as kind of that bronze or silver driver. Michael Fassbesser was at Le Mans this year. But that's the key is in an amateur class, you have to have those other drivers. By the way, that was a bronze driver that wrecked us at Le Mans too. That's what happens if you bring in these people that also have less experience and then you get into trouble with other drivers as we saw at Le Mans as well. The WC said we'd only do it if we had enough entries for next year. Porsche and Ferrari are leaving the class. They're going to the hypercar. So we're just not sure what's going to happen for next year. What we're going to see essentially in 2024 is a GT3 premium category. And this will be basically all the cars are going to go GT3 spec. And then it looks like they're going to do a little bit more as a premium. We don't know if they're going to allow pro drivers or not. They initially said no back two years ago. Hmm. We just don't know what's going to happen with Corvette racing. We might see one of our known drivers in there with somebody that's unknown. We might see where we're racing somewhere. Like we might be racing in IMSA as a factory class. But if we try to go to Le Mans, we might be as an amateur with a different driver lineup. And we might not even be going at all. We might just be going over there as technical support for the privateer teams that might be racing. So when we go to GT3, we have to build 10 the first year and then 10 the second year, 20 cars over two years to be homologated for gt3 that's the rule we're going to have our first testing sessions i believe at the end of this year i think laura said sometime around september we might see the first car on the track the gt3 corvette on the track we've got a car in the works what that means for the rest of the program what that means for corvette racing we just don't know at this point well it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out that's for sure speaking of racing though let's get a preview of corvette racing at watkins Glen. We're recording this on Friday. They're racing over the weekend, so we don't have the results here. This is a six-hour race with Antonio Garcia and Jordan Taylor in the number three car. Prior to the race, we are solidly in second. We are second in the driver standings, second in the team standings, and then Chevrolet was also running second in the manufacturer standings. So we're in a really good place right now, despite the fact that we're running a car with a waiver and not a GT3 spec. We've had a couple of favorable balance of performance races there, Sebring and especially at Long Beach that kind of helped us out. But now we've got big races ahead of us. We do a stretch of races here. I think we have three races in the next 20 days or something like that. It's pretty credible. We go here. From New York, I think we go up to Canada. We haven't been up to the old Mossport track, the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, which is partly owned by Ron Fellows. We haven't been there, I think, since before the pandemic. That's been a few years. So that's going to be fun to get back to that track. That's a really fast track. And then I actually don't know where we're going after that. I'd have to look at the schedule. But the WC, the number 64 Corvette, will see action again July 19th at Monza in Italy. That's about what we got upcoming for Corvette Racing. There's going to be a bunch of stuff happening here in IMSA over the next few weeks. So definitely stay tuned. Absolutely right. Also, we got some big juicy rumor stuff coming up for you. Corvette is scheduled for an interior refresh in 2024. Is that really going to happen, you think? 
I'm skeptical, Steve. I'm always skeptical on these rumors. We first heard a rumor about interior changes from Motor Trend, and they were talking about the 2023 car. So let me give you an example of how this works. I hear a rumor about, oh, there, yeah, there's some changes coming to the 2023 interior. And then you know, I got to go back now and the 2023s are here. Look what we got. We got a new Stealth interior package. We got a level two carbon fiber package, and we got a brand new dipped adrenaline red interior. So if I'm somebody spreading rumors and saying, yeah, we got some big changes coming for 2023 in the interior, you might take it as, oh, we're getting rid of the big wall of buttons. Right. We're going to change some stuff in there, or is it just going to be these new features? So yeah, I don't put a lot of stock in the fact that they say they're changing, getting rid of the great wall of buttons. If anything, I think the biggest addition they could do would be to basically add a grab handle for the passenger like they had on the C7 cars. Sure. But other than that, people that you talk to that are daily driving these cars, they like the great wall of buttons. They can all do them by feel. They know exactly what button to push, that they what they want. Fairly intuitive that way. So yeah, this is just a rumor at this point. I don't really see a whole lot of stock in it yet. I think you're right. And I think when they talk about an interior refresh, they're referring to that great wall of buttons. But really what we're getting is like you said, we're getting a red dipped interior. We're getting a carbon two level carbon interior. It's not the great wall of buttons like everybody's anticipating or expecting. I think we're kind of off base when it comes to the quote unquote interior refresh whole thing. I think that's kind of a weird deal. Also, Keith, with the Z06 coming out, it looks like we're going to be shipping those cars possibly with the high wings installed if you get the Z07 package. Yeah, we started seeing one here, one there. I thought, oh, well, maybe they're testing them. We've got photos with four of them on an auto transporter from Jack Cooper. They definitely, you can see the high wing is on the car, and you can actually also see the bulge around the front corners where the dive planes are. It looks like they're going to be able to ship that. That is great news. When they ship the high wings for the Stingrays, they actually ship them separately. Hopefully, they'll arrive at the dealership before your car, and then they have to go through the process of putting that on. If you're putting a high wing on a non-C51 car, you have to take the rear fascia off, you have to drill into it, all kinds of stuff can happen. What we've also seen too is when you take a Z51 spoiler off and you've already got the holes there, what happens is the Z51 wing will actually kind of pull away some of the paint as you're taking it off the car. That paint can bond to the rear deck there. There's been some damages, some warranty claims on that. Glad to see that they're going to be shipping this beautiful carbon fiber high wing already attached to the car. We've looked at this at the bash. They have specific mounting points that make it a whole lot easier. In fact, they don't even have to take the fascia off to install it anymore. That helps. It speeds up the process for delivery for customers. The PDI people at dealerships now don't have to handle, where's the high wing? I got to wait for the high wing to come in before I can release the car to the customer. All kinds of stuff just fixed. Glad to see that's happening. And what we'd like to see now is now that they've got these transport covers with the Z06 and the high wing, we just think that they should be doing the high wings now on the Stingrays at the factory. They can do them the right way. There's no damage. Dealers have to worry about warranty after the fact. Frustrated customers who just want their cars and now have to wait even longer. That would be cool to see. But yeah, that's a nice thing that we're seeing now coming out of the factory. I totally agree, buddy. And the big elephant in the room, when the heck are we going to see Z06 pricing? (laughs) This is just like every morning, right? Every morning we wake up and look for it. There's certain days we knew that it wouldn't come. We didn't think it would come during an order cycle week with the Stingray that would just disrupt all kinds of communications with the dealers that had to concentrate on getting those Stingray orders in. We got Z06 videos last week instead of pricing. There's a couple dates here to keep in mind. So Chevy has always said Z06 production will start during the summer. 
summer of 2022. And they've also said summer availability. So summer just started and summer runs through September 21st. So if you start backdating it, the 21st is like on a Wednesday too. And I don't think they're going to wait till the 22nd or the 21st, hopefully to start production, hopefully start earlier in the month, maybe at the end of August. But just by thinking about that September date and then backdating it, you're probably looking at ordering starting sometime around late July, maybe mid to late July. That's the time frame we saw when they opened up the 2023 Stingray orders. They started taking orders at the very end of March for May production. The timeline-wise, I think the ordering process will actually start sometime in July, which means further back that up, we need to get customers' Z06 pricing as well as the order guides. And of course, the dealers want to know their initial allocations. They need to know the start of ordering, what date is that going to be? And then also, we all want to know the start of the regular production date. Lots of stuff that's out there. One of the dates coming up again, we just talked about this. This Thursday is June 30th, the traditional birthday of the Corvette. What a great day to release some future product news on the birthday of the Corvette, right? Right. But it's also a holiday weekend. July 4th is on a Monday, so many people have a three-day weekend off. Will they release pricing during a shorter work week? It's possible. I'm going to say we're going to see pricing within the next two weeks and not longer than three weeks. And I know that's still a long ways off. But with the 4th of July holiday and some of the other stuff coming up, it'll be here sooner than we know. From your lips to God's ears, buddy. That's all I can say. (laughs) I don't know about that, but we'll see what happens. That sounds good. All right, buddy, let's take our final break. When we come back, section number three is the lighter side of Corvette here on Corvette Today. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. When you want to buy a Corvette, or any Chevrolet for that matter, get yours from Hendrick Chevrolet Shawnee Mission located in Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest Corvette dealership and showroom in the Midwest. With a knowledgeable sales staff and Corvette sales specialists on hand, they'll help you build the Corvette of your dreams, and they ship nationwide. With Corvette certified master mechanics on site and a huge parts department with over 24,000 parts and $2 million in inventory, Hendrick Chevrolet is well equipped to take care of your every need. From sales to service to collision repair, Hendrick Chevrolet has you covered. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. Stretch the life of your Corvette's paint with Nova Stretch, the performance protective cover. From bugs to rock chips, Nova Stretch covers protect your C5 through C8 Corvette, utilizing stretch fabric technology and an innovative fastening system for quick installation and easy removal and storage. Made in the USA for a tailored fit, the patented design and breathable mesh protects your Corvette without rubbing or chafing the paint like traditional covers. And unlike clear film or old-time car bras, Nova Stretch provides full front-end coverage including the grill, keeping radiators and heat exchangers clean and debris-free. Visit NovaStretch.com and use the code CORVETTETODAY15 to get 15% off your order. Protect your Corvette with Nova Stretch. Mid-American Motorworks has been the industry leader and aftermarket supplier and manufacturer of Corvette replacement parts and accessories since 1974. We have what you need for all years and generations of Corvette. Whether you need a door panel or a seat cover for your C1 Corvette or the latest shirt, jacket, hat, or lifestyle accessory to complement your new C8, you can get it at Mid-American Motorworks. So if you're restoring, repairing, replacing, or simply researching your Corvette, Mid-American Motorworks is the place to go. 
visit our website at mamotorworks.com and shop Corvettes by generation or specific year. Or call us Monday through Saturday, toll-free at 800-500-1500 and talk to one of our Corvette experts to help you get the right part or accessory. Pursue your passion with Mid-America Motorworks. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E, Finders.com. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. In this third and final segment, we talk about the lighter side of Corvette. Keith, first of all, this is a way cool story. Chevrolet is going to offer a one-of-one mint green Z06 in the first NFT auction. First of all, what's an NFT auction? And second of all, I love this color. Well, NFT auctions have kind of become prevalent lately. It's like the next version of all the crypto coins and collecting and digital collecting online. An NFT is called a non-fungible token, meaning that it's a item that has some sort of dolatory, uh, dolatory, is that a word, Steve? Dolatory? No. Sometimes a dolatory amount to it that is backed by blockchain. So you know exactly who the owner is, or at least the owner's name as they list it. And then it follows that owner around. And then artists can use it. An artist paints a photo, sells it, and they only get to pay that one time with the blockchain and some of the other NFT auctions that we've seen. They can continue to get paid on each subsequent sale of their artwork. They get a little commission or a bonus or something like that. Hmm. So the idea here is that Chevrolet has put together their own NFT auction. They got an artist that did a digital photo for them, a digital picture of a minty green Z06 in kind of a cartoonish urban environment. It's kind of a cool photo. Unlike a lot of the NFT auctions, this one guarantees you a physical product as well as the digital product. And of course, the physical product is a 2023 Corvette Z06 that's also painted in this one-of-one minty green color. Pretty cool that they're combining a digital and the physical in one auction. And then the idea is that this person, once they have it, then they can do whatever they want with the car, but it's their car to own. It's their color to own for the 2023 model year. The good news is, what's that mean for 2024? Well, we might see this color there. And in fact, we did a poll on it that showed that 77% want to see the color in 2024. 31% of those people actually want to see it offered exclusively for the Z06. So we have a little bit of that going on. But as far as as this auction goes again, Steve. This was probably a pretty good idea, maybe seven, eight, nine months ago. Yeah. But we've seen a real crash of the crypto markets over the last month or so. With this auction, you have to pay in crypto coin in Ethereum, which is the ETH coin. 
a few months ago, that was trading at $4,600 per coin. As of a week and a half ago, it fell to $800. Ooh. And when I checked, this auction ended on Friday. ETH was priced at $1,150, I believe. I went back to Super Rare, which is the website that was hosting the auction. The auction did end Friday morning. I don't know if they had any bids on it. It showed starting bid of 206 ETH, so 206 coins, Ethereum coins. At that price, you're looking at $250,000. That's That was going price. Wow. But I went back and looked at some other auctions auctions on super rare and it actually shows people bidding on the auction itself like you go to ebay and see x amount of bids the last person had bid this much i saw nothing like that on the nft auction for the z06 so i can't even say that anybody bid on this i've got an email into our friends over at several apr on it and hopefully we can get some answers to those questions Pretty cool idea. Maybe six or nine months ago, if the crypto market was really hot, we'd have all kinds of people talking about this. The auction only showed 18,000 views on it, which I thought was a little smaller than what was expected. Who knows? But the good news for the regular Corvette buyers is we might see a really cool green color for 2024 and beyond. It was great. I love the color. It was really unique. Very Lamborghini-like. You know what I mean? Yes. Very supercar, very exotic. Yeah. Exactly. Also, this is kind of weird. The early 2023 Stingrays are going to be shipped without the Monroney label. First of all, tell everybody what the Monroney label is, and can they get it later? Well, it's just a fancy way to stay in the window sticker. Oh. Maroney is actually the senator that wrote the bill that said that all new cars had to be sold with this informational sticker that showed all the pricing on it. Now we have fuel cost operations. We know the content of manufacturing versus the United States versus the world. The stickers really become kind of like your database of information for the car. And I, I've said to people before, I said, yeah, there was a few years where the cars have arrived before the pricing arrived. We just had the pricing increase for the 2023s. But I remember a few years back and I was talking to Dave at Kerbeck at the time, their Sioka today, but he got in a shipment of cars, the very first cars of model year and couldn't release them yet because they didn't have the window stickers with pricing for the owners. We've seen in these cases that a temporary window sticker was provided and that dealers are actually offering once they did come in, they can come back in and pick up their real window stickers. You do have that piece for documentation. Of course, you can also, if you never got one, you can also order them through the Corvette Museum as a backup for your documentation. Just weird to see a window sticker that says, oh, I'm sorry, at this time, there's no pricing. Check back later. <laughs> <laughs> How weird is that? Oh, my gosh. On the cool side, the hardtop convertible, the C8, is going to be on display at the Milano Monza Motor Show. That's really cool. Yeah, this actually show just wrapped up about a week ago, but it's a really cool show. I saw a video actually of this orange, Amplify Orange hardtop convertible that looked like in an old European city. And sure enough, it was Milan. So it was the only General Motors car that was there. Other vehicles, Bugatti, Aston Martins, McLarens, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Mercedes-Benz, BMWs. I mean, it was the who's who of the exotic and sports car world. And so this is basically a show that was held on the streets of Milan. And it was a walking show, so you had a map that you could walk and see where all the cars were located. And obviously there were some symbols there, some UPC symbols that you could take a picture of and they give you all the information about the car. But again, it was the only GM car that was invited to this thing, and it was just a really cool setting. Basically, it's an American supercar in Milan. Pretty cool to see. I definitely check out the photos of that on our site. And when you click, we have a listing of pictures of all the photos of the cars that were on display there as well. Just a who's who of world supercars on display in Milan. Very cool. Now, here's the big question, Keith. Is Corvette going to come out with a sedan meeting two extra doors? Uh, no. Next question. 
Yeah, I love doing that. We have a rendering of somebody put together that they basically took the C8 design and stretched it, lowered the size of the boomerang, and then put in two extra doors there. Aesthetically, it looks pretty good, but do people want a four-door Corvette like people wanted a four-door Porsche? I think that Porsche actually sold pretty well, but the comments on our side are makes it clear that people want a two-door sports car, and that should be the Corvette. And if it's anything else is a Corvette, it shouldn't be that because of the heritage. I definitely checked that out. It's a cool photo, but I don't think that the base is ready yet for a four-door Corvette sedan. I think we'd go crossover first, by the way, before we'd go sedan, but it's still a cool photo, Steve. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I think Corvette's always been a two-door sports car. Let's leave it at that and go on. You know, the EV yeah. or the E-Ray sounds great. It would be very cool. It'd be a nice addition to the lineup. Not a four-door, though. Please. Yeah, I get it. There's something about taking the whole family to the track. And you know, there was just a <laughs> video put out where somebody was racing a Tesla Plaid. And in the Tesla Plaid, there were six people. <laughs> three in the back and three in the front. So you want to take your whole family to work day, right? Well, that's an option. I don't know if it's a good Corvette option, but that is an option. <laughs> also, buddy, this was really cool. And you alluded to this earlier in the show. GM did release two more videos about the C8Z06. You know, anytime we get these kind of videos, they're definitely welcome. I know people did want to see pricing, but this is done to tide us over. It gives us some information here. The first video called Flat Plane Fury kind of introduces the engineers and some of the people behind, again, this, the 670 horsepower LT6 engine. We heard from Josh Holder, the vehicle chief engineer who you, you just featured last week, as well as Yoon Lee, one of the engine design system engineers, and Laura Clauser, Corvette Racing. The second video was all about the exhaust note, a glorious exhaust note what that title was. Cindy Molnar is one of the vehicle performance engineers who really talks about the tuning of it. And she says, the first time she heard it with the production exhaust, she said it just gave everybody goosebumps. And I can imagine that would be the case. You're sitting there listening, listening, and trying to get it right. And then all of a sudden, when you do nail it, that hair stands up on your arms and stuff. That'd be pretty cool to hear. Check out these videos. They're part of the Z06 Academy playlist. So if you go to YouTube, you can search for Z06 Academy or you can go to Chevrolet and then look at the playlist there. Good stuff. I think there's five or six videos now in the playlist. So go check them out. That sounds great. And I love those videos. I watched them two or three times. It was, I, I couldn't get enough of it. I'm so excited. Yeah. And you have to turn them up. Some of those, the engine screaming, the exhaust sounds so good. So yeah, they're fun videos to watch. And they're only three or four or five minutes. So they're pretty easy to watch as well. And I'm thinking if the exhaust sounds that good on my Mac, it's going to sound great in person. Yeah, it would. Yep. Absolutely. And finally, buddy, and I'm so excited about this. You brought this up, and I think it's a great idea to kind of revive this. This Friday is Drive Your Corvette to Work Day again. Exactly. I believe this is the 22nd year. Our friends Mike Yeager started this at Mid-America Motor Works. The idea is to show appreciation for the Corvette by taking it to work. The idea is that people see more Corvettes on the road, especially the classic Corvettes, the Corvettes that you don't see every day. Right. You park them out in front. Your employees get to see them. All the people that you work with get to see your car. A really cool idea. Back in the day when we first started the blog, we would do all kinds of driving around with our car. I'd take it downtown and change out server tapes and do boring stuff like that. But I could say I drove my car down and did some work stuff with it. It's always traditionally the Friday closest to June 30th. This Thursday, June 30th, is the traditional birthday. The first of the 300 1953 Corvettes rolled off a temporary assembly line in Flint, Michigan. 
of course, Friday being the closest day, July 1st. Everybody just get out there, drive your car to work, take some pictures, share them on social media, show people, you know, it's drive your Corvette to work day and that you're proud to be a Corvette owner. Hopefully the weather is great for you. Just a nice way to round out the week and a nice little celebration again. Summer's here, 4th of July weekend, all kinds of stuff to be happy about. Get out there and have some fun with your Corvettes. Absolutely. And we're going to do something fun on the Corvette Today Facebook group page as well. So we're going to get a big, big group getting some pictures up on the Facebook page as well. That makes it fun. People like to see that. We had some really cool pictures in the day. There's some first responders would have their Corvettes parked out by the county sheriff, helicopters or police cars, Mid-America Motor Works, all their cars parked out in front there in front of their campus. Others do it as well. And we just urge you, it's a fun thing. You don't drive your classic Corvette every day. The weather looks good. Take it to work on Friday and then tell people about it. It's a fun hobby. It's a great hobby to be part of. We're dealing with our 70th anniversary of Corvette. So it's really exciting. It's going to be fun, buddy. Well, thanks for being back on Corvette today. As always, Keith, we will see you again in two weeks. Two weeks out there, everybody. Go to those shows, share those photos, keep driving your cars. America's sports car has never been better. We've got a great one coming. Everybody just be patient. These details are coming. They want to bring them to us. We just got to be patient. They'll be here shortly. Perfect. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. And please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. American Hydrocarbon at American Hydrocarbon. Hydrocarbon.com, True Wealth and Company at RetireWithTrue.com. Also, Nova Stretch Bras. Use the code Corvette Today 15 and get 15% off your total purchase at NovaStretch.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels. Get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at Aerolari.com. MidAmerica Motorworks at MAMotorworks.com. And Hendrick Chevrolet, located in Kansas City at ChevyUSA.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.